welcome to the Dirt Reporters podcast for the week of May 3rd. I'm your host, D. Suave. Derek Kessinger, joined by the beautiful editorial staff of Kevin Kovac, Kyle McFadden, and Robert Holman. And uh, Robert Holman, kind of a quiet weekend. There was still a good regional series out there. We had a lot of weather predicaments throughout the entire country. We had a lot of rainouts. We had guys going to different uh, racetracks to try to avoid Mother Nature. Lucas Oil didn't have a race yet again. So how was your weekend? Uh, I'm glad you survived it. You look peachy today, and uh, uh, I think it was overall a decent weekend. It was, uh, you know, we had a, a few races that were, that were out there. Uh, I was able to actually Friday night, uh, my brother and I went down to Moulton and actually Moulton, Alabama, and actually raced. Uh, Saturday, man, it was, uh, it was rough uh, setting it. Clarksville for about three hours waiting on a decision whether or not they were going to try to race. And I really expected them to try to to stick it out as long as they could with the, the Schaefer's spring nationals and Ray cook and, and uh, Clarksville track owner, William Scoggin, uh, both uh, I'm, I don't want to say notorious, but they're both known for, for giving it their all, you know, for trying to, to hold out and get their shows in and, and man, they tried, but, mother nature just had other ideas and uh, it just it started raining and it was kind of light and you think well it's kind of a little system it's just kind of going to kind of move through here you know and and man next thing you know it's like rained really hard for a while and the track was really really wet already and uh you know when you see a tractor get sideways on the track you know they're trying to get it you know, whipped into shape. It's just, it was an impossible situation. And, uh, and so they really had no choice, but to, uh, uh, to cancel that spring nationals race there at Clarksville, which was really bad because they were, it was shaping up to be a really, really good field. You know, uh, Ricky Weiss was there and, uh, Michael Lake, who I spoke to, uh, was there, you know, guys that you not used to seeing at Clarksville. But of course, the the regulars, uh, Corey Hedgecock and and some of those guys, and and it, it was going to be a good good Peyton Freeman uh, had come up from Georgia and Will Rowland, so it was going to be a good field of of race cars. And uh, real bummer that that race got uh, got rained out. Yeah, and you had guys like Brian Shirley and Tanner English. They were planning on going there, but they kind of just read the what the weather was. Tanner was like, there. So it was Oh, Tanner was there. So yeah, that would yeah. have been a definitely a, you know, even stack stack feel if you would have had like Sherwin and a few others that, you know, decided to wait it out and decide to go where the weather was maybe a little bit better in Illinois. Kovac, uh, is Lucas Oil ever going to get a race in? I think the Dirt Track World Championship starts next week. So if you're fifth or sixth like J- Jonathan Davenport, you're getting kind of screwed here. Oh man, it's uh, it, it's been rough, and that hasn't been. I mean, the last race that they had was the Friday of East Bay back in uh, February. The Saturday finale, I had been rained out of that one too. So they're on some heck of a streak here, and this is it's it's weird. Like the end of April, you're not you're, you hope that they're not gonna have a whole entire week rained out early too. I mean, I just kept looking. I remember we talked. I think we talked about it last week. Might have mentioned it. Like started looking at the weather. Uh, already for the Georgetown, Hagerstown, Fort Royal weekend. In a few days out, it already looked pretty bad, and it just got worse. Uh, and they Saturday actually did get better, you know, at Hagerstown. There, there's a possibility that maybe Saturday could have gotten in, but you can't. I mean, I know so I've heard, I've read some people, like, oh my God, it wasn't that bad on Saturday. The sun actually came out, um, but you can't bring all these guys out here, all these teams for three-day weekend and just get one race in, you know, just a hope of one possible race. I mean, Saturday's forecast looked decent. You know, it, it wasn't as bad as Friday and Saturday and Sunday, but man, it, it still was pretty horrible. You couldn't, you couldn't put them, uh, you're not going to come out just for one week for one race. Uh, so they all had to kind of get bagged, but man, I, I did go down to Delaware because we have friends down there, the stone breakers, uh, uh, from racing that they have a place down by the bay right by uh, Georgetown so my wife and I were going to go down there uh, anyway for the for Georgetown and so we we drove down and anyway and saw them and it poured all a Friday I mean there was no chance they were going to be able to race at Georgetown and um, Saturday got a little better Sunday just 
all over the Northeast was pouring. It was just a horrible weekend. Just one of those total washouts that you hate. Uh, and hopefully Lucas Oil Series will finally get going this week with their, well, they go to uh, Atomic Ponderosa and uh, Florence. Give a little uh, triple header this weekend. Hopefully it all gets in. Yeah, it'll be 83 days, Kovac, if they get the race in an Atomics February 10th when they had that last ra- last race at East Bay. That's uh, that's longer than the offseason that we have nowadays. So it's kind of crazy that we're going 80 days, which you never would see in April and May. You figured you'd get one or two weekends in. Yeah, it's crazy to go that long. Yeah, yeah it's a, we all we keep complaining that the race seasons are too long. There's no offseason and stuff, but... Uh, uh, this has given it a pretty much of a big break. Uh, I mean, guys have been driver, drivers have been racing, but just not as much as they would be. And, uh, uh, and you know, we haven't been to as many races covering them because of all these, uh, all these weather problems. Hey, we're saving in on the budget though. So I guess if we're not going to the races, we're not doing that traveling. We can go to, we can go to more races later on in the season when we actually have a race every single day, that'll happen before you know it. Uh, Kyle McFadden, Rainouts, but I think one guy finally got a big time win this year. Brandon Shepard, he got second, second. Try to make some hail mary moves Friday night, well against Tyler Herb at Fayette County or the Brownstown Bowling, which it's now called. And then at Fairbury, he almost threw the slider on Shannon Babb, kind of like a deja vu with the Prairie Dirt Classic with Bobby Pierce a few years back. Didn't get the job done. He finally got it done at Red Hill. I don't care if it was a local race, a weekly race, if it was one of those. It was a $5,000 payday, but I'm sure Brandon Shepard is very excited when he woke up on Monday morning, finally getting his first win of uh, 2023 and getting that monkey off his back, switching race cars, leaving the Rocket One team. I think he can maybe have a little, uh, just a little sign of relief there. Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, as they say, right? A win's a win, and, and certainly, you know, Brandon Shepard and, and that Shepard Riggs team is going to, you know, that race on on Sunday, yes, you know, was it the greatest field? No, but still, I mean, 22 solid cars there. He had to beat Tanner English. He's been running really well recently. And uh, Jason Feger and Ryan Unziker and, you know, all your Midwest guys out there where you're at, uh, Derek, um, you know, just like in the land of Lincoln. I mean, it, it was a solid field, right? So um, for sure he had to earn it. And um, I mean, it took 36 races to get that first win out of the way this year and 41 total compared or just like dating back to his last win last October 22nd, I think at 81 Speedway. So um, 41 race win streak gone for him. Um, which has to be one of the longest of his career. I need to go back and look at that, or maybe Kevin has already, but, um, but yeah, no, Oh, wins a win. And, and, uh, and it's not like he hasn't, you know, had speed, you know, on, on Saturday. I mean, he almost beat Shannon Babb at, at Fairbury at the line, you know, lost out on a close battle with Tyler Herb on Friday as you mentioned also. And so, um, you know, the one comes at the right time for him as hopefully um, these April showers are behind us and maybe we can have some drier weather come May. So, um, you know, it was, that was probably the biggest storyline of the weekend, um, you know, for sure. And, uh, you know, now the, I think just the simple fact of him going to the racetrack now and not facing questions from us or other people, you know, when's that first win going to get out of the way or uh, just in passing, if somebody mentions that to him, you know, that weight is off of his shoulders. So just that simple fact of, of not having to confront those questions or, you know, that lingering avoid will certainly, you know, uh, be a weight lifted off of his shoulders here moving forward. Yeah, with all the rainouts, and when you said 36 races in her, that's still that's still bananas that he had that many races. Uh, I'm sure he's very happy. B5 machine, uh, big weekend coming up with the three-day show there up in Wisconsin at Mississippi Thunder, uh, $50,000 on Saturday. 
So a big weekend for Sheppy. See if he can get the job done. Good overall first weekend for the Mars series. So kudos to Jonathan Clayton and uh, Matt Curl. Good card counts for the most part, especially on Friday and Saturday. Uh, Robert, anything else catch your eye before we go into the you know the topic here? I know racing was very limited this past weekend. No, I think it is uh, uh, good that you noted, you know, about Jonathan. He's, uh, uh, you know, being the, I guess, the director. Is that the, the race director of that series now? Is that what it, his title is? Series director, I think, right? Series director. Series director. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's great that you noted him. Jonathan's one of the nicest guys uh, that you'll run across in our sport. Uh, and I think we mentioned this last week even. Uh, he's a uh, – uh, Tennessee guy, uh, so uh, kudos for for somebody making his way out of this state that I live in and getting you know he's been out there with the World of Outlaws. I think he told me for like eight years or something with World Racing Group, and so uh, he's going to do a great job. Um, he 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 will do a great job. He's he's been at every almost everything there is to do, you know, with the series, he's kind of had a little hand in it at, at some point with the uh, world racing group. And so, uh, so that's a great pick for, for Matt Curl to get him on board. So, uh, and it's a good fit for him in the Midwest because I think him and his wife live in the Midwest and they, they recently had, a uh, their first child. And so I think that, uh, that's going to be, that's going to be good. So congratulations on a great weekend to those, uh, to that whole group, and especially Jonathan, who's a hell of a nice guy. Yeah, not a bad way to start off the your uh, debut for a regional series, and you get you know Shepard, Turbo, uh, Spencer Hughes, and a few other guys, Tanner English, uh, Shane and Bab, just you know all those guys traveling after those rainouts. Come back, anything else you want to mention before we get to the topic? I mean, you probably had a good yeah, time this past uh, with your lovely wife. Yeah, and, and we, at least we got a little bit of a break from rain. But yeah, it was uh, on the on the Saturday there, but it was pretty rainy. It wasn't the most beautiful weather to be anywhere near the beach or anything or a bay. But um, yeah, I, I'll mention on uh, Friday night's winner uh, over there at Old Number One Speedway in Arkansas with the Comp Cam Super Dirt Series was Ethan Dotson, the California 24 year old from California. That guy uh, can modified- wheel. Yeah, modified driver. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I I mentioned in uh uh in one of the dispatches we, we wrote uh, that we did this weekend about that race. Uh, it was his first career late model win, and uh, a few weeks ago when I talked to Steve Arpin from Longhorn, you know, about the whole Longhorn chassis, uh, uh, you know, deal, his whole being managing partner there, how he came about to get there, and uh, and Arpin had he. He noted uh, about Ethan Dotson, like last year when uh, Dotson came, and, you know, relocated to the to North Carolina, and he started driving Arpin's uh, Longhorn House car modified. And Arpin said, "Man, he's really talented." And I really, I, I never. He said he'd never, never was so excited to watch somebody else drive his race car as he was with Dotson. And so uh, Arpin really stepped out of that car to let Dotson take it over. And, and now Dotson, uh, you know, has a deal with Chris Bragg racing out of, uh, out of Texas for, for the late model. And they've only run, I think it's a, this was his seventh start on, on Friday night and he, and he's already a winner and he had a couple top tens over there at, uh, at volunteer in the, uh, in the last, in your know, last month, um, in the XR race. And I think in the Kyle was in the, the working man's race had a top five finish in the spring nationals race this year at Swainsboro. I mean, he's really, you know, shown some, some talent really quickly out of the box. So uh, there's a guy to keep watching. I mean, he, he, he doesn't look out of place at all in a late model. And, and now he's got a win. I mean, it was a pretty good field too. Pretty good regional field uh, of cars at, at the comp camps, uh, comp camp show. So keep an eye on this Ethan Dotson. I think he could be going places. Yeah, he, he's definitely a wheel man. Last year, uh, the North South, the modified portion on Friday, him and, you know, another guy had a photo finish and, Man, that guy puts on some shows there. Oh, so we kind of talked about the Mars series. Most of those guys that were there this past weekend are just summer national stalwarts. They are former champions. They have numerous victories. I know Shannon Babb, obviously the all-time wins leader. Brandon Shepard, Bobby Pierce. He wasn't there this past weekend, but this, you know, the news came out. Particularly, he's, you know, the big-time champion, Brian Shirley. And just a few others. Tanner English has summer national health tour victories. 
Uh, they came out the announcement about just like four or five days ago that, you know, they're going to kind of rework, you know, the point structure. Uh, they're not going to do, uh, they're going to do kind of like a weekly championship, which, you know, it's kind of a interesting thing. And I, I must admit, Kovac and uh, Robert Holman, I, I miss, I miss this. I'm like a summer nationals guy through and through. And I had like the notifications turn on for Twitter and uh, I completely miss this, but they're going to kind of do a, they're going to separate into five weeks, uh, $10,000 for each week for the championship. And they're going to have a points fund for every week. Uh, basically kind of like just the cliff notes is that you have to be there for all five or six races they have that week to be eligible for the, you know, the points fund. I mean, $10,000 first for a week is pretty damn good. Uh, Robert, when this news came out, you have covered plenty of summer nationals races. And actually the first time I ever met you was at a hell tour race at Clarksville. So you have plenty of experience on this tour. You come up to Illinois every summer to check it out, but what's just, you know, at first we'll go around and ask everybody just their initial thoughts on this news uh after reading it i was uh kind of surprised i guess uh that uh, i guess su surprise is the first thing that comes to to my mind i don't think it's a bad thing uh you know i don't i don't know if it will know after the season you know if it's uh if it's a good thing but i i, I guess to me it was just surprising you know and I'll, I'll we can delve into it a little bit deeper as we go around the the squares here but uh i guess for me the first thing was uh surprised that they made such a a monster i mean it's a big change it's big so i think uh for me yeah, i was just surprised uh kyle mcfadden you uh made your debut on the summer nationals for dirt on dirt and flow racing last season you did a whole bunch we went to a couple tri-city and fairbury together uh what's just your uh, initial thoughts of this, you know, changing. They're not going to have an overall points fund at the end of the year. They're just going to go a week-by-week week basis for five weeks. Uh, after we go through, you know, just your initial thoughts, because I, I have some points too after everybody goes through. Yeah, totally. I think it's good that they did something about it. And I say they probably as in Sam Driggers, you know, behind this switch you know because last year i guess when you have your overall champion bobby pierce you know not show up this is not a knock on bobby at all he was chasing i think the silver dollar nationals last year right so he and you got to give him props reason. for just dominating to get up that many points right and also give him props to dominating too so he did what he needed to do to not show up to the you know the the championship crowning race right but i think that was one of the telltale signs obviously that maybe something needed to happen to shake up the points format just like not even that just like the points fund right so um you know because when you have your champion you know just like bobby pierce i mean he's an exception probably right in our sport um or at least like on the hell tour Right. And so um, I think it's good, you know, just to have change because it's I think oftentimes, too, you know, in, in our sport and just in sports in general, you know, you've seen Major League Baseball make switches too with with the uh, the pitch, um, just having the stopwatch on on between pitches, um, you know, just changes in sports and so to, to keep the product fresh to to keep fans engaged to just like making sure that you know your brand the brand in general that you're trying to put out for fans and people to consume and for drivers to ultimately maximize also um you know just like making sure that that's fresh and keeping up with the times and i mean let's face it drivers i haven't followed the hell tour all that really intently until last year you're um, crazy i don't but, know what you've been thinking and so, yeah well i mean just like i didn't really realize the long history of the hell tour until oh. last year you know when we came on Man. the job um i mean just like i mean just like how like profound it is you know just like hearing stories and um and that it's obviously not what it used to be and so but there's still ways for the hell tour to provide 
And so, and it still serves as an integral purpose in the Midwest. And so I think, I mean, just like if you look at like Illinois Speed Weeks, right? Like that's such a, a big hit. Uh, and so, and that's a four or five race span. Um, you know, this year there's Appalachian Mountain Speed Weeks. That's eight races in 11 days, I think. I'm covering that. Um, and I think there's a pretty healthy car count or there's a lot of drivers in the Northeast that are going to be committed to that because there's, you know, eight races in 11 days. And when you just like look at the hell tour, it's a month straight of racing almost just to get your, um, you know, you just need, need to divvy it up. I think it's good. I mean, those are just some fast thoughts there for me. And, um, I mean, 10, $10,000 for each week's top, points earner i mean that's a, a pretty good incentive i think for running those five to six race weeks and um i think the car counts will be better and, and uh it won't drag on right just with um you know guys just like dropping off the tour after two to three weeks and so um yeah i think it's a i think it'll bring a needed change and perhaps attract um, more drivers, um, who will perhaps travel in from, um, you know, just like the world of outlaws, you know, the first week and a half on the summer nationals, uh, just like the outlaws aren't racing. So, um, you know, that'll be a good shot in the arm for the, a mini series just to get started there. So there's a lot of positives to look at it just, uh, at first glance. Yeah, it's uh, hey, no doubt they're putting a lot of money into it. There's still $125,000 up for grabs this summer. If you go to every single race, you get the $500 fuel car, or you know the fuel uh, for every 500 mile, miles traveled. So if they did race every single race you attended, that's an extra $5,000 in your pocket. Kovac, you're a purist. You like the points championship battle go down to the very end, but you know Kyle did have a good point. When your champion doesn't show up at the very end of it because he's dominated. It doesn't really matter that you have an overall series championship. And if you win four of them, you're making more money than you would if you were running the whole series of the championship. I remember when Bobby Pierce won, uh, doing a video piece for Speed Weeks next week, his check said $15,000 $15, when he won it just like a handful of years ago. So a lot more money being put into it, which is a positive. But what's just your thoughts that, hey, we're going a week-by-week basis. We're not really going to be – we're going to have a champion – but there's going to be really no champion points, fun and money for him at the end of the season, because there, te- there potentially could be a guy that gets, you know, fifth place every single week, but he could be announced a champion. And you're going to look back and be like, wait, this guy, he was a champion. He really didn't do much during that, you know, five week stretch. Yeah. The champion could just be the guy who just runs the most races. Now, uh, of course, if a guy keeps gets on heck of a roll, starts winning each, each one of these $10,000 weekly points, they'll probably keep going. I mean, they're going to be like, Hey, I might as well just keep going and, and do the whole entire uh, series. I mean, as, yeah, as you talk about as a purist, yeah, it doesn't seem uh, like the summer nationals to me now, as they're, if they're going to be just running five mini series, it's more like five little mini series. Really each week is a series of itself um, has no bearing on the next one. They're going to keep a uh, total points but there's no reward at the end other than bragging rights, really. And just your name as the as summer nationals champion, it's, it's not what you're going out for. You're going out. Each driver is going out there to try to win each week's points. They're not going out there to try to win the nat- the championship because there's nothing there for them. Uh, it it kind of points out like maybe the series is too long, really. I mean, I, I think this really shows it that when, you know, when you have a champion that doesn't, make it to doesn't even go to the last few races because he's so far ahead. He's done so well. He doesn't have to go to the last few races. Uh, that's a long, it must've been a long, long series. And uh, not a lot of other guys did it probably. And it's, it's, it's moved into, you know, it's, it's overflowed into some bigger races that are given that the driver would have to give up to, to go run, uh, to, to complete the whole series. Uh, and which it was with the silver dollar nationals Pierce had a chance to win some big money there. So he's going to go try to do that because he had the other thing clinched. Uh, it, so 
if, if I look at this, I, I, I kind of, it, it's a pay me now or pay me later kind of thing too. You could look at it as now they're doing, uh, this is travel money or something to keep everybody going. Instead of how, they've had a series, they've had weekly points now for several years, right, Derek? I mean, there's right, yeah. there's been weekly points. I think it would pay 2000 to win each, you know? It was like $5,000 uh, really, for the purse. Yeah, it wasn't much. It, it wasn't a big point fund. But they did pay out some, you know, I was more to try to get some money into the driver's pockets as they were going along the tour to keep them going. Uh, and this is a, a bigger one, a bigger way. You know, this really would be a point of like, yeah, I'm, we're going to give you the money now after each week. Uh, you, I mean, you finish 10th, you get $500. Uh, I mean, second place is 5000 third, $3,000. It's $25,100 of total uh, points fund for each of the weeks. Um, you look at that and, and by the end of that week, uh, that's a, that's a nice chunk to keep that team going to the next one. Uh, you look at it like that, that way, that's a, that's a positive. Uh, I would, if I would be, yeah, let, I'll, I'll we'll talk about this at the end. How about like, we, let's continue on the room and then we could continue of like what, how we would really, maybe I, I would really want the summer nationals to go. Uh, let, let's, uh, let's continue around the room and see if we have any other comments first. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Robert, there's no doubt of denying it. You could look at it. Like I said, there's way more money being put into it. So the drivers, they're like, Hey, I'm all bored. I'm, I'm fine with this. We don't have to have this champion at the end of the year. Guys like Jason Fager, Brian Shirley, Ryan Unziker, they're more than likely unless they're getting hot, they're not going to run every single race. They're just that point in their career. A and B just maybe cause it's just so long. Like Kovac alluded to, well, you have to, I look at it on Sam's side. You have so many racetracks uh, that, A, get good car counts. B, they make a lot of money. And for Sam to think about that, he's like, hey, this weekly track, this is their big money maker of the season. This might be the only race they make, you know, buku bucks to keep that racetrack open. So I get it on that point of it. Uh, but you, there's no denying just how much money is being put into it. So guys like Ryan Unziker, who's more concentrated on his business, he can go out there and run three weeks of it. He could win one week, get second the other, and that's $20,000. So, like, as a racing standpoint, I think they're kind of thrilled about this if I'm a racer. Well, for sure. And I think that one thing that, that I had uh, I mentioned maybe last year, year before last, was wouldn't it, wouldn't it be awesome to have a, a dirt car summer nationals where all of the, like, champions that former champions maybe competed and it was meaningful – and they were, you know, obviously we'd wish they were in their prime, but this with, like Kevin had mentioned, I think before we started the show, that it's uh, like a two weeks, maybe there's like two weeks in there that the world of outlaws aren't competing. So if that's the case, we might, I might have my dream. It could be like, uh, you know, Dennis Herb and, and, and Sheppy and Bab and, and, uh, Bobby Pierce and all these former champions could be competing for a week or two against each other and just completely raise the level of, of the dirt car summer nationals and what we've seen in the past. That's a positive. I think, uh, you know, I am a purist in the, in the fact that I, you know, I think that it's a little bit grown a little bit too long. I think four weeks, a solid, you know, uh, 24 to 25 days of racing is plenty for the overall schedule and overall season if you kept it like it used to be. But if if you're going to have these five or six weeks or whatever, you know, then then this is good probably. And we can see what all these guys – uh, I think for those couple weeks, if those guys will come and come back and race it, you know, and I think most of them probably will because it's kind of right in their neck of the woods and, and it's kind of right right there for those guys is, is really what the Summer Nationals were, were built on, those guys. So for those couple weeks to, to maybe, maybe see all of, of, you know, wouldn't it be great if Billy Moyer came in around a full week you know, it'd be awesome to see uh, Bab and Moyer go go at it for for a, a week. You know, all these guys that have uh, really built the Summer Nationals in, into the the 
I guess, kind of what lives in our head, what we think the Summer Nationals is and, and all the good things that we remember about it. It's going to be awesome if we get that, if we get to see all of those guys battle for a week or two. So that's definitely a positive because, you know, those guys aren't going to come run all of those races. They're not. And I would rather see them come commit for a week for it to be meaningful than to just, oh, who's going to show up? You know, it's always fun to go to a track and say who's going to show up tonight and see the surprise. But it's also good to know that for – a week of our lives, we've got these guys going at it, you know, kind of the 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 biggest names in, well, really the biggest names in dirt car summer nationals history going at it for, for something that's meaningful. Uh, now, I do wish that the champion at the end got something, whether it be a $5,000 bonus maybe or something like that. I do wish that, I do wish the person that, that sticks it out for probably, like Kevin said, the Champion's probably going to be the guy that runs the most races, maybe, or it's, or, you know, who knows how that's going to play out. But it would be nice for that guy at the very end, if you like, if you stick it out throughout the whole thing. Hell, maybe they just give up. I don't know. I, di I didn't, maybe I overlooked it, but a bigger perfect attendance bonus, you know. So I don't know. It's, here we are trying to change the system before it ever gets going, but uh, it would be nice to see that one guy at the very end that champion get a little bit of money for sticking it out because man it's it is a grueling five or six weeks and and we all know how tough that is i mean derek you've done the whole thing for you know several times in in your career and the most i think i've ever done during the course of my career is like 10 and and i was gassed by the time i got back to tennessee so uh, and that's one reason, you know, that maybe they're doing this. So, so guys can get a break and still win some money. Uh, and like Kevin alluded to, maybe they've realized that it's just gotten too long. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to Kovac in a second. He'll give us his ideas. Me and him kind of had a call before and we're kind of on the same page that, but. Oh my God, you guys are having a staff meeting without, oh, there you go. You you just woke up got, five minutes before we started. I was I, tried I know, it was twelve it was twelve minutes before the show, and I was just about to say that I knew I should have gotten up earlier. Damn it! Whatever. <laughs> no, Robert, you made some good points. They're gonna have like those week or two when it's just gonna be you know stack them, you know do it out thing. Uh, guys like Brandon Shepard, Brian Shirley, uh, Bobby Pierce. Now, if he runs the whole thing, uh, they're gonna come back and race those week or two. But if you're a promoter. And you're saying you're going to try to get like a Ryan Gustins of the world, Tyler Herb, you know, if he's going to be off for a little bit. I think that those two guys, uh, like guys like that, who are going to be like, oh, we can race for $10,000, dollars to win. I've been good at these summer nationals track. Let's go race it. So definitely opens up a Pandora box for Sammy to recruit guys, uh, promoters that have that week where, you know, Lucas or the Outlaws are off where they're like, hey, Come race a few of these races. We got good racing, and you know what? You can leave with $10,000 bonuses. It might help a weekend warrior like a McKay Winger or uh, Kevin Weaver that could go run a week, two weeks, make a little bit of money, and just, you know, move on. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see. Uh, Kyle McFadden, are you going to be – or, like, you know, certain weeks, are they going to be jealous, like promoters, like week four, none of these guys show up, but, like, week one and two and three because they're, you know – outlaws are off or they're gonna be kind of like mad and jealous because like those guys maybe week four or five we don't have to really commit to a tour we don't want to go to these tracks out east especially like that final week in michigan but then again none of those guys were really going to go out there anyway you only had a you know a you know a couple that would finish it off there by the end of week five yeah i i feel like it's obviously territorial you know wherever I mean, just like looking at the schedule this year, it's very front loaded, right? You have Fairbury with 10,000 to win show, four races into the schedule. All the outlaw drivers will be there. You know, that night before, Tri Cities got a 10,000 uh, to win program. And then they just added a second race on July 4th. So it's got two races on the Summer Nationals Tour. Um, Davenport on June 21st, even though that's only a 5,000 to win program probably going to have a lot of uh the outlaw drivers there too and so 
but then as you mentioned, Derek, you know, Wayne County by the end on July 16th and Oak shade on the 15th, you know, that's a 10,000 to win show on the 15th, actually, you know, five of the last eight races on the summer nationals, you know, they're 10,000 to win shows. So that's enticing, right? So at least the money toward the end, um, it's pretty hardy and, and enticing. So maybe that'll, you know, lure, um, some of the bigger independent guys, obviously none, none of the outlaw guys, cause they're going to be, you know, on their travels. But I think also too, like I was looking back at the series points from last year and 29 drivers ran at least five races on the tour last year. So looking at guys who could perhaps run a full week this year, 29 drivers to run a full week over, you know, you have five weeks or five opportunities to run the full week. You know, you like do the math there and that's on average about five to six, you know, full-time drivers a week. So, I mean, that's pretty good. And so um, we'll, we'll have to see, you know, who turns out this year. I just like, remember last year, like I did a story on Preston Luckman. He's out in Oregon, right? Like he made the trip for at least a week. And that was his plan was just to run a week on the hell tour. Didn't have the resources or the funds or the means to run the whole 22 race tour. I mean, only two guys ran the whole series last year from what I'm looking at. Um, or just like looking back on the points of from last year, Peyton Freeman and Joe Gotzi. So, but when you look at it from a stance that a guy like Preston Luckman, you know, comes from Oregon to run a full week and, you know, just to make that work. So, I mean, maybe you'll see more guys like him try to make a name for themselves, right? Uh, with just how high profile that the Hell Tour still is. And, um, you know, so that was interesting too, just like looking at the numbers from last year. So even though like, yes, like probably your higher profile drivers probably maybe, maybe won't be racing the last week or so, uh, it's still an opportunity there for somebody to pick up some pretty good money. As I said, you know, five of the last eight, eight races on the tour, you know, 10,000, uh, to win shows, obviously to a guy like Mike Marther, you know, that's probably, that's not his biggest win, but to somebody else on, on the tour, right. You know, that five figure payday could mean a lot. So still serves a lot of purpose. And so, um, yeah. Yeah. It's summer nationals. I've been part of it my whole life, whether I was just watching the stands to, uh, you know, covering it for a decade, every single night seemed like there in the summertime, uh, we've had weeks where it was five weeks. I think one time it was six weeks way back when the 13 and 14, they, they added a whole another hodgepodge of it. Kovac, how are we going to change this? Or what do you think could we do? Cause I do like the speed week idea. I think, Hey, Michigan week, Ohio week, we can do the week, but I feel like you can do that week any, any time of the year. I feel like if you had that in September, you're going to get that crop of drivers to run that whole week, no matter what. I think week three, when you're like in Clarksville, Springfield area, you can have that, you know, maybe at the beginning of the year, like March or April, a little $10,000 speed week. I think if you had weeks one, two and four, and just did like a three week, you're hitting up Illinois, you're hitting the St. Louis track, summon Missouri, and you had like a little three-week summer nationals points points you know battle. I think that'd be something you could look at, but you can kind of feed off those speed weeks. I think if you did them at different points of the year at certain locations, I think they would do very well. I don't know. That's just kind of where I'm at. What do you think? Like, what do you think it needs to be changed? Hey, we can't. Maybe this thing will work out. We have good car counts, and it's awesome. And you know, a lot of guys are making decent money, so we can't really jump the gun yet. But would be something that maybe if. Kevin Kovac with Sam Driggers. I mean, that's something you'd want to be like one day, right? So what would you do? Yep. Smoking cigs. Get my, get my cig. We got my cigs going, right? First, you know. Um, diet, but, diet uh, Coke uh, leader. <laughs> diet Coke. You have to keep my giant cup, right? Uh, if I if I was 
I want if I wanted to keep like the aura of the summer nationals, you know, that aura of like I want to go out there, I want to do that whole thing, I want to do the whole hell tour. I want to say that I did all these races in a row and for, for a, a stretch a week. It, that's really tough for anybody to do now five, five weeks. You know, it, it's just, it's just too long to stay on the road for most, most these, these aren't the professional teams that are out running the world of outlaws or the Lucas oil series. These are guys that still have to get a lot of uh, crew guys to take vacation days. And, and you know, like they're not, you can't take a more than a month of vacation. Uh, I would love to see it be a, I would love to say still keep the summer nationals aura of you, you got to run the, the entire tour uh, to get you. I mean, you, you do some, do some uh, travel incentives, uh, but make it one compact three week deal. And like you said, Illinois, uh, St. Louis area there uh, into Missouri there, just maybe a little bit in the end, just really the heart of, of uh, maybe in, in the Tennessee, just a little bit, just that, that, that major heart of UMP country that it's always been uh, do it three weeks, make it compact, give it a spot where like, it's not going to overlap over too many other big races that guys want to go to that could keep drivers from running uh, the summer nationals uh, and then do a, a Michigan speed week. I mean, you have these weeks now that, that are going to be paying point fund a, a, a speed week in Michigan uh, in August or something, maybe leading into like that wood tick or, or, or what uh, at merit for a grand finale. I mean, that could be a pretty good deal. I mean, you'd get Midwest guys to go to that. If you're going to be paying 10,000 to win a points for a, a little stretch, I mean, Michigan has a lot of, it seems like it's a good fertile area now too. And you could do the same thing with, uh, with an Ohio area maybe, or, you know, and I, I, I think there's, there's some chances there to, to really, you know, to make them their own little entities and make it a big thing to go win that. I mean, and it, it'll be cool to win for a driver to win a, a week of the summer nationals, but it wouldn't be the same as like, I won the Michigan speed week. I won the Ohio speed week of you for, for dirt car. I mean, there's something there and you, you, it's not going to be, you just won a week of a, of a, of a bigger series. You get a little more, I think you get a little more play out of that. Uh, uh, more, more, uh, you know, more, exposure because you did that and and i think it would expose those tracks even more uh rather than just being part of something you know much so so big that it's become uh you know kind of spread out um I, I, one other thought though is i look at the the schedules and those two weeks that the world of outlaws are off it's the the first week of the of the summer national stretch there peoria kankakee tri-city fairbury sycamore and then they're also off that um, in the July 4th through July 9th stretch, you know, so like that would be like Tri-City again, Red Hill, Macon, Farmer City, Highland, Tri-State. Those are good tracks that um, I'm sure that uh, these, a uh, lot of outlaw guys, I mean, I just look at an outlaw regulars list right now. Obviously, you got Brian Shirley and Bobby Pierce, who have been running the Summer Nationals in recent years. Now they're running the World of Outlaws. They'll want, I, I, this will be perfect for them to, to be able to come back. Plus you got, you know, Brandon Shepard, uh, Dennis Herb Jr., Ryan Gustin, Tanner English, Gordy Gundecker, Logan Martins run some summer nationals. Those are all guys that would probably will come back to run. Uh, it could push down if, if those weeks, it's going to be harder to finish in the top 10 for any local guys, you know, or, or weekly guys that want to come out on the tour. If those guys pop in that week, that's for sure. Uh, so they could be stealing the money of the, of the little of the smaller teams. Uh, so probably the smaller teams might want to go to the other weeks uh, if they're going to focus on something to try to get some of that point money. Uh, but say Bobby Pierce goes and wins two, two weeks, the two weeks he's capable of, you know, capable of running, uh, you know, the, the entire stretch, he could $10,000 twice, $20,000. That's almost as much as he won for, or some of the, the the whole summer nationals championship. Yeah. So he can That's win more I money in two that weeks. One year was fifteen grand. Yeah. The one year was fifteen thousand yep. dollars. Yeah, I think that's when didn't as that not when they kind of shortened it up too. They they put more money into the weekly thing and and, yeah. and brought down the championship, right? The overall champion, uh, yeah. Overall, just like the overall, it's crazy. Yes, but yep. still a lot of money. At least there's a lot of money still involved. Yeah. So I think the drivers are happy. The fans will be happy because you maybe have more cars. But if you want that like traditional summer nationals grind where you have like four or five guys running it, I just think though 
that maybe we're just at that, you know, point of uh, the just dirt late model landscaping, Robert, one more thing that if you agree or disagree with me is that it's more becoming a national based thing. We have two national series. There's a lot more money involved with those. Um, and I think that people rather just go to those races and like kind of the summer nationals least to win on weekly nights is still $5,000 to win $10,000 on the weekend, a lot more races throughout the, you know, summer in different parts of the country, whether it's a national series or other special shows, just pay a little bit more and guys, drivers are just going to pick and choose and get their stuff ready for those races instead of just grinding every single day. Like we used to see in like, you know, the early to mid two thousands. I definitely, I definitely think that, um, the dirt car summer nationals has lost uh, some of its luster uh, and I don't know whether part of it is maybe the pay per race, like you said. Uh, but, you know, a lot of it has to do with the what I consider an overcrowding of our general race schedule and these other races popping up, paying good money and the dirt car summer nationals kind of staying the same. You know, uh, now I can say that, you know, I. I've gone and ran a couple of summer nationals races, believe it or not with, with my brother and, uh, and failed to transfer, failed to make either feature that, that we attempted to. Uh, but one of those that we tried to, I guess, race our way into, I think we got paid really good money, like two or $300 and we didn't even make the show. Uh, so, and then, and it was based on car count. And so the other one, I, I don't think was as good. So, uh, it's not like the money hasn't been there. Uh, it's just that the overall purse just hasn't really kept up, you know, with some of these other races that have popped up and that makes the decision-making, uh, difficult for drivers and teams you know, when it comes time to, to decide what we're going to do, especially the more competitive teams, you know, the more competitive teams, the more competitive you are and the, the better you are then of course, the bigger race that you're going to chase the, the, you're going to chase bigger purses and you're going to chase uh, the better opportunities. So, you know, I think for, for those types of teams, uh, the summer nationals has kind of lost its luster a lot, a little bit. And it's, for some reason, it's really hard to find good people to go on these journeys with you, you know, good crew people and you have to pay them and paying them for five or six weeks that, you know, is, is paying them is difficult at, at times, especially of a full timer. Uh, so I think that one of the things that this kind of uh, lends itself to is the guys like a rusty slink who can can stay you know he's from from michigan lives in ohio and now he could actually instead of trying to run this whole thing he could actually focus on that last week maybe and a guy like rusty slink could win more money this year with the dirt car summer nationals than he's ever won with the tour before say he goes and wins one of those races in michigan or a, a travis stemler or a guy like that say he goes and wins one of those races and, and manages some of these other guys don't come like, like they haven't in the past. And all of a sudden, Rusty Slink wins a race and wins that week. So that's $20,000, 10 and 10, plus whatever else he wins by going to the other four or five races. So, you know, a guy like Rusty Slink could come up there on the last week and win $30,000 in the week, you know. Any of those Michigan guys come there's I can name five or six of those guys out of Michigan that are capable of doing that. So so for those guys, it, this is a good thing because those guys will never, ever most likely come run the whole thing. Uh, and and so so the way this is broken up for guys like that, it, it's it's a it's a really good now, like, I guess. Maybe Derek, you pointed out some of those weeks are going to be tough. You know, some of these, some of those weeks are going to be difficult where a guy might want to just look at the schedule and say, the outlaws are off this week. I think I'll take off. I think I'll just go run two races. I think I'll just go run at my tracks, my local tracks that are having a, a summer nationals race and not focus on running the whole thing and, and run a week later, run a different week. 
So I, I think it gives drivers uh, an opportunity to, to really uh, hone in on what they're best at instead of just trying to trudge through the whole thing. And again, I agree with, with both, you know, Kevin and you, Derek, in terms of, I think the thing had just gotten too big, uh, but I would like to see an overall champion. Again, I'm a purist. I would like to see an overall champion crowned and it be meaningful for sure. Um, win some money or something other than just a trophy. Um, this is a tough deal. And if you go to all of them and you manage to come out on top, you need something other than your name on a plaque. Yeah. Yep. I can, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see the summer nationals and what it's going to, you know, play out. Also PSA drivers. I can do this for you. You need to contact Sam Driggers 10 days in advance, letting them know that you're going to, you know, you're going to run that week so you can get you, you know, signed up and marked down. You can't just the day before saying, oh, we're just going to start running the summer nationals the first three nights. Then, oh, Lucas Oil gets right now. We can finish this off. So you got to kind of let Sam know 10 days prior, which is kind of a kind of another wrinkle in the system that you got to pay attention to if you're going to run like those midweek show, like we've seen Turbo and Ryan Gusset run in the past. And then they're like, oh, well, Friday, Saturday is going to get rained out. We can still win the points. Nope. You got to let them know 10 days prior before that event happens or that week happens. So just another little curveball. But I'll be gladly to get a hold of uh, Sam Driggers for you, drivers. So if you're listening, I got you. Me and Sammy love to talk on the phone and chit-chat. So I can definitely do that for you. And, uh, yeah, like I like that Kyle McFadden saying how big Illinois Speed Week got and how it's going to be big this year. I think, like, if you kind of separated a couple weeks – and did their own speed weeks at different parts of the year. I think those would really be a success, and you could do that points fun. Nonetheless, Summer Nationals will be here before you know it. Uh, we're, hit, we're already in May, which is kind of crazy in itself. Uh, before, though, we let you go. We have to do one more thing. Kyle McFadden, bat leadoff. You're feeling good. What do you got for us? Yeah, well, I'm, uh, you know, honored to, as of right now, you know, 10% chance of what or of the wet stuff in Chillicothe, Ohio, where Atomic uh, Speedway is. And uh, I'm slated to head out there to cover some Lucas Oil late models. You know, we haven't obviously forgot about them, right? I know we started the show off with uh, just kind of um, picking through the races from this past weekend and uh, all obviously fantastic races and and the Mars, you know, championship series kind of having its own spotlight, you know, uh, to get its series off the ground for this year, but uh, also looking forward to getting back to Lucas Oil late model competition. And so, um, you know, the weather looks good for Thursday and, and uh, you know, just looking forward to continuing that. It was just yeah, a matter Derek of time. Until the last, yeah, until Derek was, to the last moments here to forget to come off of mute. Oh, sorry. It happens. I have to do it one time a show. This almost almost made over. it through. You almost He's, made it oh, through. I was going to say, like we said earlier, 83 days it'll be between Lucas Oil races, which is just uh, kind of bananas in itself. Uh, Robert, you can go second here, then I'll go, then Kovac can finish it off. Yes, I just uh, I wanted to say uh, condolences to the family of Richie Hedrick, uh, the Illinois driver who passed away uh, a day or two ago. Uh, it was uh, I think he was like fifty one. It's very sudden. So uh, we hey, he was retired I think from dirt late model racing, uh, still involved in maybe some some motorsport stuff somehow. But it was uh, anytime we we lose you know, one of our own, it's, it's sad. And, um, so condolences to them. I first saw, uh, Richie in 2001 when I was working at national dirt digest, uh, later saw him a year or two later, actually in, uh, down in North Alabama, uh, and Tuscumbia, Alabama, way away from home. And then of course, uh, as, as Todd noted in, in that, uh, dirt wire, he actually won a three thousand dollar to win race here in Tennessee at Duck River Speedway in two thousand four. 
So, uh, so I was very familiar with him and, and his career back in the early 2000s. Uh, and I hate to see that, that we lost him. So uh, condolences to, to his family. Yeah, the hitman, former uh, track champion at Fairbury. Uh, also, crazy story with him. He is one of the few drivers that I've seen flip twice in one night. He did that at Farmer City uh, you know, a few years back. Yeah, he flipped two different race cars, pulled out his back up and flipped. But always a good uh, local and regional driver. Ran the Summer Nationals uh, you know, a few times there. And, uh, yeah, former track champion at Fairbury. Definitely uh, one of the you know finer late model drivers in our area. Uh, just condolences to – you know, his family there will be thinking about them. Uh, my thing is, since, I mean, once this thing releases, it'll, it's, it'll already been started for next week. So, Illinois Speed Week starts next week, May 10th. Uh, get this, guys. Two, first two at Spoon River and Lincoln are Castle races. Then the final two are Farmer City and Fairbury Lucas Oil races. That series is making its debut to both those racetracks. I know for a long time, Fairbury Faithful has been asking and begging for a Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series event. They will get that next week. James Essex will be in the house announcing with Mike Norris, so that'll be a good time. But Spoon River, $23,000 to win. You drive 57 miles to Lincoln, Illinois. Go check out the world's largest covered wagon. You can see that there in Lincoln, Illinois. $23,000 to win. Then you can head up 41 miles to Farmer City. 25 large to win, and then the finale, 39, 39 miles north to Falls, Fairbury Speedway for $30,000 for the finale there. Four nights of racing, under an hour of travel for all four nights. Expecting huge car counts. Uh, the outlaws are off. People will be running the Cash Hole Series. I think this will be a big-time weekend, a big-time week for all those promoters. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to get the, you know, let people know that uh, my favorite week of the year uh, besides Prairie Dirt Classic Week, Illinois Speed Week, it's the second running of it. It's going to be a great old time. Uh, Kovac, you coming here that week, or do you have McFadden coming? you making a trip? I think it's oh, Robert, Robert, Robert let's coming. go. Robert's on you this. cannot jinx Fairbury. You cannot jinx it. I'm not going to jinx I've been to Fairbury when they've had great shows. It was just that first one that rubbered. So, so no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm over that. that. I'm over that hump. <laughs> I'm over that. So, so no, it's going to be a great week and I'm looking forward to it. All right. Cannot wait. That's next week. Starts next Wednesday. Uh, two Castrol, two Lucas Oil. Be a huge car count. Big time fans going to all four events. Kovac, bat and clean up. Hit us home. Come on. What do you got for us? I want to send a thank you out to, to Drake Troutman, uh, the 17 year old driver from, uh, from Pennsylvania. I wrote a, my column about him last week. Uh, and then he, comes right out and has a great weekend at uh out in the Midwest, you know, I mean, it made me look good with my, with my uh, topic choice. I think uh, he was supposed to run the Lucas oil races in the Northeast. Uh, they got, they were canceled obviously. And so he made a change in direction, went out to the Midwest, ran those Mars shows and went ninth, fourth and third, got better each night. Uh, very impressive performance. And if you read the story last week, he doesn't have his crew guys. Uh, he went all the way to Talladega that whole trip the week before a long, a long uh, week long trip with just a couple 19 year olds and a, and a, and a 60 something uh, guy that was his, uh, his truck driver. Uh, so it was kind of like the six pack he says with his crew, you know, because they're all pretty young. He's assembling a young little nucleus of crew guys and, uh, and he's really, I mean, he's really been impressive too. I, I think this year he's, he's got a longhorn car, car now and he's had some good ones. He's won at Port Royal. He's won at Pet Bedford already. And, you know, to go out to the Midwest, get some top five finishes. Uh, he's showing he's coming along and he seems like he's a, he's a put together kid for, uh, he's just going to be turning 18 in a, in a few weeks. And um, he seems pretty mature for his age and uh, really knows what he wants. And he wants to become a race car driver, a full-time race car driver. And it uh, seems like he's on his way. Yeah. When I saw qualifying at a Fayette County or the Brownstown bowling ring, I'm still going to call it Fayette County. Uh, he was in qualifying. I didn't see the driver's list. And I'm like, is that Jay Sparks? Cause they have a, you know, kind of the similar same number and same body style, but like, Oh wow. Drake Troutman's here. That's pretty, uh, pretty impressive. And yeah, like you said, good runs. We'll see him, you know, throughout through hopefully for a long time in the dirt late model world uh this weekend can we have both national series finally get to race uh at the same time same weekend 
be a lot of separation. What drivers are going to go where, Kovac, and what other drivers are going to go there, Robert Holman and Kyle McFadden. So it'll be very interesting to see. Um, Mississippi Thunder, 5, 5, and 50. Then we got three different shows for the Lucas Oil at Atomic, Ponderosa, and the Ralph Latham Memorial. So just give the check to uh, Josh Rice, I'm sure, there at Florence Speedway on Saturday. But nonetheless, plenty of racing in between there at Flow Racing and DirtOnDirt.com. We're going to have plenty of stories, live updates, race wire, dirt, uh, dirt on Dirt dispatches. We got a lot of stuff this weekend, so be sure to check it out. This is the Dirt Reporters. Thank you for watching. We will see you next week.